This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey everyone, welcome back to Friend of a Friend. It's your host, Olivia Perez. I'm a journalist, interviewer, and the creator of the show, where we get to sit down, make a new friend, and go inside the minds of some of the most innovative and creative forces shaping our world today. Today we're talking all things fitness and answering a really interesting question. Have you ever thought about how your workouts have been created and why you do them? Today we get to answer that question because we're going behind the scenes of Pevolve, the beloved workout brand that's function first, backed by science, high intensity but low impact, and created to give you the best body pain free. I'm someone who loves Pevolve, especially I grew up dancing, I have a lot of pain, my knee, my hip, and usually I'm quite shy in workout classes because there aren't things that I can't usually do. But I thrive in a Pevolve class. Not only are the instructors such high energy, so much fun, playlists are amazing, but I know that every move I do is actually backed by science and made to help me operate at my best. If you're not in New York, LA, or Chicago and can't visit one of their physical locations, you can actually subscribe to their program at pvolve.com and purchase some of their patented workout equipment as well. Today, we are joined by the president of the company, Julie Cartwright, and she's going to walk us through how she grew a company that's become the go-to workout for millions of people across the country. We also talk about their expansion from physical to digital and the expansion into patented technology and workout equipment, and we talk about the future of fitness. I hope you guys love this episode. It was really interesting to answer this question and really dive deep into the incredible work that they're doing to create a workout that is actually made for us. If you haven't followed the show and you find yourself coming back and listening, take the time to follow us and leave us a review. And if you love the show, share it with your friends, share it online. I love seeing when you guys are listening. So whenever you do and you tag me on Instagram, I will always reshare and usually slide into your DMs and say hi. Have an amazing week ahead. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you all. Here's my friend, Julie Cartwright. How are you? I'm so excited to have you on the show today. I'm so excited to be here. How long are you in LA for? I just got here yesterday and I'm, I'm here till tomorrow. So, oh, so you're really tonight. enjoying this like lovely heat wave. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. this is, I mean, I'm from Chicago, so I appreciate some good weather. When did you move to New York? I actually commute. You oh do? my gosh. Yes, yes. I actually live wow. in Chicago. I've commuted for like a decade. I've got a 10-year-old and a 7-year-old and I've commuted. That's I was so commuting cool. here and then I, I commute to New York. I actually have an apartment in New York. and Okay, tell me how that works out. So like Monday oh, through God. Friday, you're in the city and then you go back home on the weekends? Yeah, it's not exactly. I mean, like it, prior to the pandemic, which has changed everything. Right. 
I was in New York, usually like Tuesday through Thursday or Tuesday through Friday. I mean, you know, I, I do have kids, but, right. but I've got a lot of help at home and it's, and it's really good. You know, I deal with mom guilt and stuff, but yeah, so, so I do that, but I live in Chicago. My husband and I are just like so happy yeah. in Chicago. So I just don't screw with that. It's not broken. Don't fix it. Exactly. So I'm so excited to have you here today to talk about Peebles because I took class this morning and <laughs> I have to, well, first off I walked in and I took Danny's class and if you guys are in LA right now and you want to take a class, go take Danny's class. She was so fun, so energetic, had amazing. an amazing playlist. I literally go up to her and I go, Danny, I've barely worked out in the past year. I'm weak as shit. I have a bad hip and I have really bad cramps. And she looks at me and she goes, perfect. She goes, great. You're going to have a great class. Yep. And I was just like, I was a little startled by her like optimism because I feel like most teachers would be like, okay, why don't you sit in the back? You yeah. know what I mean? And I'll yeah. help you out. But she was so attentive the whole class. Like, she, I think she said my name like 10 times, just making sure I was like in it and still pushing. Yeah. And it was such an incredible class. That makes me so proud. Danny is the best. the best. I mean, she's the best. And you know exactly what you came in and said. A lot of our clients are are facing the exact same thing. So uh, we're like used to that. And we like love, you know, just being able to like make you feel amazing. Yeah. And I mean, I think also your new studio is absolutely stunning. Yeah. Melrose, facing Melrose Place, outside balconies. I felt like I was literally working outside. <laughs> a lot of my listeners know that it's a running joke that I don't work out. It's unreal. Um, it, it just was like, I grew up dancing and I had a really hard time figuring out and finding a class that almost emulated that, but didn't make me feel like it was a chore. Because mm -hmm. when you dance growing up, especially when you do it almost to a point, point that feels professional, you're in it every day from three to eight after school, Saturday, Sunday, whole day of class. And if you do something competitively like that and like so passionately, the second that you like leave it and have to like all of a sudden get into a workout class <laughs> is, it was a foreign concept to me. Yeah. I was like, wait, I have to like go and like do this like a chore versus like where I just got to dance and move my body and feel really good. The class this morning really, really like it flew by in seconds and it just felt it felt really good. Yeah. We we hear that from a lot of people. I mean, I don't love to go and work out, you know, right. traditionally, but there's something different about this method. It's like the way in which you're like moving. And I always am like moving whenever I'm talking about it because it really does like open your body up and like yeah. just like the dynamic movements. You know, it's not a chore. And it really like you feel it, which is what I think we want to feel, you know, so right. says you're really feeling it, but it's, it's like, it also like energizes you totally in such a great way. So for people who don't know or haven't taken class before, can you tell us a little bit about what P-Valve is and yeah. what the method is? Yeah, definitely. So P-Valve is actually a completely new method to the market. And it really combines like dynamic joint movements, which I'm sure you experienced today with like our patented resistance pieces of equipment. And really what that all boils down to, you know, is, is that it's it's really like functional movement based. So a lot of the movements, you know, because you're, you're a dancer, a lot of the movements are, you know, really like replicating what it is that you actually have to do in everyday life. So that that's a huge part of like the magic behind our method, because, you know, it's it's supporting those movements instead of like over I'm um, like working certain muscles mm -hmm. um you know it's it's truly like helping you to to sort of perform in your everyday activities better but it also builds an incredible ass too and you know great thighs and um you know a really solid core and a lot of strength but you know that's really 
that's really our huge differentiator is, is that we're that, but we're also, you know, so much more. Yeah. Something that I noticed that was really different than any class that I've ever taken is walking into the class, everyone has their own assigned spot. And within that spot, you have obviously P-Vol's patented the mat that you stand on, Mm -hmm. you have the ball, the ankle weights, a set of hand weights. And I just think that that's so specific. It's very different than anything I've ever been to. So I'd love to hear the origin story of that. Like, what was the day that you remember hearing about P-Volve as a concept and watching it come to life? Oh, gosh, Olivia, this is like my favorite story ever. You know, the the co-founders, Stephen Pastorino and Rachel Katzman, she was an entrepreneurial, like she, she came from a very entrepreneurial family. And he was a trainer that, you know, really had worked with women for a, a long period of time and just wasn't getting the results that they were really actually seeking. He was, was he a part of Model Fit? He was originally. Yeah, in the, in the early, early days. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And then he actually ended up going to the Gray Institute, which is really all about applied functional science and just yeah. like the movements that your bodies were like intended to 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 do, you know, not not working against your body. And, you know, Rachel had been seeking just sort of like she, she was honestly seeking like this this physical transformation. She was 23 years old. And she just couldn't get the results, the physical results that she was looking for. But she wasn't giving like any emphasis to the fact that she was in everyday pain. She started working out with Steven. She started to get these incredible physical results. But she also like woke up without pain for the first time. She realized she had scoliosis. And she just like she kind of like figured out like, oh, my God, there is something like here that's 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 like needed in the marketplace. And so, you know, they started to develop these pieces of resistance equipment that really accelerated these results that, you know, she felt like she could not get anywhere. And then they just, you know, they're just like, this is a, this is something that we have to create access for. You know, they had a small and like literally the size of this room. They had a small little studio in um, Chinatown and they had a great following. And then she's just like, you know what, we've got to create access for this. You know, globally, we're having a lot of interest. Um, So they they wanted to find a partner that could actually like bring this to market. And so she had been trying to get in touch with me. I come from, you know, about 15 years of, of fitness experience. And I'm like, thank you, but no, thank you. I've got like a job that I love. I was at the same company for like 18 years. And I finally just like, she, she beat me down. I was like, okay, I'll take this, you know, I'll I'll take this meeting. And then she told me her story. And I was like, I mean, I say this all the time, but it was like so serendipitous. I'm just like, my entire life is going to change today. It really is. And we just, you know, we, we basically, that was in January of 2017 and we launched the company in November of 2017. I grabbed two other working moms. We all did it as a side hustle. Um, we were supposed to give it, you know, five hours a week. We ended up giving it like each collectively for like 40 hours a week. Wow. And it was a crazy transformative year. And then we brought the P-Ball to market and then we had um, the P-Band, which did you use that today? I didn't use a band today. Yeah. So so that, that's a resistance band that keeps your like hands free with gloves. Um, that's another patented piece of equipment. And then we have the P3. So those are three pieces. And and we've got, you know, really a great roadmap of, of quite a few more. But I think it makes the, I think it makes the class so much fun. I yes, like love. I, I couldn't agree more. It yeah. brings a really, really different, I think it brings a science to it. Yes. Where you're like there, I'm not just using a band that someone bought on Amazon. Yep. I'm using something that you guys have sat in a room and collectively thought about what would be best for my body and have also done the mountain of work to make it yours. Yeah. And patent it and make it 
best use for your customers. Yeah. yeah. And Olivia, I think you just said something that's so important. That's like the science behind it because, yeah. you know, not only do we have like a lot of clinical research, we've, you know, we've, we've entered into some clinical studies just about how just effective this method is, but we also work with a clinical advisory board. So we've got like doctors on our board, a chief physiologist, a doctor of physical therapy, an OBGYN that we really like work on the development and like the proper usage of these resistance, like pieces of equipment to, to really get the results that, that we promise. So it's something we're super proud of. Yeah. I learned about that this morning and it was amazing because almost every person that I talked to from your team at p this morning brought that up as a, a point of pride. Yeah. I'd love to hear a little bit more about that, how that board came together and yeah. really what sparked it. Cause I th- don't think a lot of fitness institutions are thinking that way. Mm. I think they're thinking, okay, here's my gym. I'm going to make sure I have all of this and this and this, and, you know, here's a pretty generic class. But I think having that backbone to stand on is a really different type of authority in the wellness space. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And, and, you know, it really started with us listening to the customer. It's like, we just kept hearing these testimonials from our members just about not only are we getting the physical results that we want, but like, I've, I've noticed a reduction in like my lower back pain or, um, I'm not experiencing like mood swings, you know, like my, my hormones are leveling off, you know? And so we started to pay attention to that. And we were, we were extremely lucky to win a grant uh, through the University of Minnesota that basically allowed for us to test people that had chronic back pain and how Pevolve can really reduce that, that lower back pain. We're still in it. I can't really talk about the results. It's supposed to be published this year. That's exciting. Um, but so, so that like really like kicked it off. Then, you know, our doctor of physical therapy who actually specializes in pelvic floor, which we have in like a ton of content around that too. Um, wow. Yeah. So she specializes in pelvic floor and all the stuff that like your pelvic floor can actually do for you and the ways it can fail you too. Um, I mean, my best friend had a baby last year and she followed the rules of the dates where like you eat a date every single day and it like softens your pelvic floor. Yeah. Apparently it works because I actually had three friends had a baby last year and the one I'm talking about who lives here in LA, the doctor in the delivery room was like, it's really like your pelvic floor is very soft. And mm. she was like, I ate a lot of dates. And apparently the, the doctor was like, yes, that's the trick. Like you're supposed to start eating them for a while before you're about to give birth. But the other thing was this one friend, this friend who I'm talking about, she was in a workout class, a Pilates style class every single day mm-hmm. up until the day before her delivery. And the doctor was like, it was soft for the baby to come out, but you were also, your pelvis was very strong. Yep. I have not stopped thinking about that every day. Like yeah. I think about it all the time, especially as like a female, you think about all these things. Cause I feel like just in general, we're always very, like our brains are always thinking about our bodies, our home, hormones, things like that. And I swear that's something that I think about every day. Oh my gosh. And you should, and yeah. more people should, because there's so much that you can be doing proactively right. to help your pelvic floor to not only prepare for childbirth, but also like post-childbirth, you don't even want to get into those stories of everything that happens to your poor body. I'm talking to a mom and I'm like talking about things that I've never even experienced. No, but. <laughs> no, but, but, but we, we love that education. It's like, yeah. it's, it's about prevention and there's just a lot through Pevolve that you can help your pelvic floor, but also it's like, you can have your cake and eat it too, because you're, you're transforming your, your body physically but you're also like helping your body internally. Right. So she came on board. She had heard about our method um, and that was in 2019. And so she was just like, I am talking to my patients, you know, because she was seeing patients about 
P-Volve. This and is so the OBGYN. This is okay. the doctor of physical therapy. Okay, that, sorry. That, that's a pelvic floor specialist. And then we, um, you know, we, we, we just knew we were onto something. We really wanted to have a differentiated, complete model. We didn't want to compete against this, like, 300-pound gorilla of, like, traditional fitness. You know right. what I mean? Like, we wanted to be, we knew that there was a real space for us and a real need. And so then we, you know, found a chief physiologist from Harvard, and he's phenomenal, Dr. Nima. And then we have an OBGYN, uh, Dr. Tavari. Um, and we have like a very aggressive plan to expand beyond that too. And they're involved in everything from product development to content to actually like prescribing PVOLV to their patients. I mean, it's 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 wow. pretty phenomenal. And so what's what's the process like there working with them? Is it, you know, a workout is developed, a product is developed, and then they review it and make sure that it kind of hits all these pillars of what they would hope recovery would look like? Yeah, it's, it's actually even starts even before that. We actually hear from them what, based wow. on their like clinical practice or their years of research, you know, what are some things that they know fundamentally that movement and the movement that, that we have in, in our method that, that can help like intervene with these symptoms that, you know, people experience. So we'll work with like Dr. Amy and she's just like, well, you know, painful sex. That's like a major thing that her patients deal with. And it's wow. like, yes, like that, that's a big part of like having too tight of a pelvic floor and actually right. needing more releasing. Okay. And so she has to do these exercises, but, but there was like this need for an at-home extension of, you know, that that work. And so we we kind of come up with those concepts. We work with our trainers who are, you know, incredibly certified and NASM and, and Gray's Institute and all these different kinds of certifications. And then we kind of come together and we say, like, how are we going to approach this? But we have the doctors in our in some of our content because we've got a lot of educational, right. you know, aspects to our content. And then we develop, we co-develop it and then we release it. And then they sometimes prescribe it and endorse it. And yeah, so. What's the most common thing that you hear from doctors as feedback as things that patients are dealing with? And I was expecting you were going to say like a bad back or something, but to actually know that you're helping something that is a conversation that might be slightly taboo for people to mm -hmm. talk about and really bringing awareness to that. And then also putting and implementing in practices to help overcome that yeah. is a really powerful thing. It is. It is. And we're really proud. I mean, and you know, like a little bit of it's, we're trying to really define, you know, right. like, like cause it's, so, so that we're able to like clearly explain this, but we're doing a lot in the women's health space. So, you know, we've obviously got the pelvic floor uh, material. We're, we're working on, you know, menopause. We've got endometriosis on the way, um, just like ways of working with the body, not against it. But the most exciting program is what we came out with last, you know, last month. And that is like phase and function. And that's a cycle syncing. But it's more than just like syncing with your body for the four phases of your menstrual cycle. It's, it's really about like the movement, mind and meals, like working together to just combat some things that are like more in your control than you know. Right. So it's just super exciting. I have, we were talking about this earlier, but I had downloaded an app that was the first time that I had ever learned that there were certain foods and certain communication skills and yeah. certain ways of moving that would have my body be used at its best during those different cycles of, of like the month. Mm -hmm. And it was the first time that I'd ever seen anything like that. And I know so many people that just haven't downloaded that or heard about it at all. Yeah. So I think it's so cool that you guys are doing that. Where can people find it? Oh, gosh, at, at pvolve.com. It's, 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 it's all, all part online. of your subscription. Okay. So 
not only can you have these strength and sculpt, you know, like workouts anywhere from like 15 minutes to an hour and a half, right. but, but we've got all this additional content on there too That's that, that are workouts. So you're getting your workout in, but you're also, you know, tending to these particular things that, that are kind of going on in your life. That's the part of mind. You have to be kind to yourself too. Totally. You have to take a rest day. On those. There's a reason for that. Like your body needs it. Yeah. Uh, what women... What women's body goes through is just like unreal. You mentioned your subscription model, and I wanted to get, I want to get into that a little bit because yeah. I think something that we've seen over the past year, and myself included, like during COVID, I would wake up in the morning and do a workout on my TV, and I'd be done in thirty minutes in the shower, and you know, keep my day moving yeah. in a very different and refreshing way that didn't involve me maybe committing to an hour and a half class or the commute and things like that. And not that that's an issue, but I do think COVID brought out a really strong case for like the twenty to thirty minute workout. Yeah. And I know that you have a lot of those on your subscription, and I'd love to hear a little bit about how you guys feel that those types of workouts are equally as beneficial as a longer one. Yeah, I mean, I just move your body daily. Yeah, like right. whatever it takes, move it, you know? And I, I think that it just like offers the flexibility. I think that like once you start to move your body and you feel that way, you're often encouraged to maybe take the stairs instead of the elevator, right. you know, like, like walk instead of like take an Uber. And we also were very uh, purposeful, like in the way that we, you know, put together our, our workouts that are shorter. We try and like, you know, kind of amp up the intensity of those, but they can be incredibly effective. And we really want to be able to, you know, really like meet the member where they're at. So right. if you want to come into a studio, you absolutely can come in. Your in-studio like um, membership includes all digital access. Like it's over those days of, you know, having everything so separate and, you know, making the customer do it one way. It's like, no, we got to meet the customer where they're at. And some days you'll want to go into the, the studio because you just kind of like need that extra accountability to meet a girlfriend. Right. But other days you're right. Like I want to avoid having to find a parking spot. Yeah. And I just want to get it done. Yes, so I get it. Yeah. What's amazing about Pevolve, I think, though, is that you guys were way ahead of the curve on that. Like there has been, you guys have had subscription, you've had at home for a really long time. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to hear a little bit about, you know, so many companies had to transition in the past year and a half, had to build out an entirely new platform that didn't exist. Yes. What was your thought process behind introducing that before it was even a thing? Yeah, well, that was all about accessibility. Like we, we knew we, we had a global audience, you know, of people that were just in need of this type of solution, you know, and, and this type of like workout method. And, you know, again, Rachel's very ambitious. She just is. It's like she thinks really big. So I'm super grateful, you know, being like the president. I, I, I just get to like help her achieve like really big, you know, ideas. But so like we actually started with the digital platform in this small little studio that that you, you know, um, visited. But we always believed that we had to have a physical footprint. And that was one thing that was very challenging, I think, as we grew the company. It was like, wait, what are you doing? The margins are like so much better on digital. Why would you create a, you know, a physical footprint? But we we believe that like you need that too. Totally. Um, I agree. So we were lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> and because I'm sure people turned to you immediately. They were like, oh, I already have this. I'm, yeah. It's already embedded in my system. I don't have to learn something new. And I always think that that's probably the most challenging thing with companies is changing consumer behavior. Yes, totally. And a lot of those fitness concepts can't go digital right. like, authentically because their, their equipment is not appropriate for in-home. So I think that there's just an authenticity to what it is that we deliver. It's like you can pack up your, your equipment and go and just bring it with you. 
I would love because the products today, the equipment today was really just nerdy me, just my favorite part. It was really cool. I me think too. everything was I again, I haven't gone to a class where it was just kind of all there for me and everything was utilized and I knew that everything was a part of the process of building it out. Yeah. So I'd love to hear a little bit about what the thought process of building those products out were, especially because in my mind, looking at them, I was looking at all of them. And the first thing I was thinking was I could do this at home. Yes. And and I was a traveling mom at the right. time. You know, I had been traveling for a decade and it's like just to be able to throw your workout gear into your like carry on luggage and then be able to do it in your hotel room. When I healing. Yes. <laughs> and I think I have like a box of workout gear at my house. Yes. If I try to lift that thing up, <laughs> I'm going to break my back. Like some things in there are so insanely heavy. And I think the thought process of putting together something that you can throw like neatly in the corner of a carry-on bag, not a lot of people are thinking that way. Yeah. And we were very deliberate about that decision. You know, like we we knew we wanted to be differentiated in terms of, you know, the credibility that we were like at, and the results that we were promising. But I also think that we were being very deliberate about, you know, just that accessibility right. and that portability that our equipment was going to be. And there's a there's a lot of power packed into those like small pieces of equipment. And the resistance-based like aspect of our equipment is part of our science and our efficacy of like what it is that we deliver. So we're very deliberate about that. And I think it's 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 proven to be like really effective for our members. There's just such a fluidity to what you're talking about right now that I don't feel like a lot of fitness brands <laughs> think this way. Like they're like, no, we are a this. You have to come in person and this is our equipment. You're basically saying like, it's here for you to use in whatever capacity you want to use. Yep. And that's risky in scaling. Yep. It, it is. is. So I'd love to hear your strategy on scaling at the same time of thinking that way of just accessibility for all. Yeah. You know, it's 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 been a wild ride. You know, we started the company in 2017. I, I think that we we had a very firm conviction on what it is that we wanted to be, you right. know, like, like we knew that we weren't just going to have a digital because, because we, we knew we had to meet the customer where they were at. We knew that we didn't want just like a movement based like method that, that achieved a certain level of, you know, results, but like we wanted to deliver more than that. And we knew right. that we had to have, you know, resistance equipment. We wanted those to be patented because we wanted them to be unique and really specialized for the method and like the movements that, that, that we were delivering. So all of that kind of seems like, oh yeah, that was so easy, you know, but there, there was a lot of like bumps and scratches along the way. I mean, we definitely dream big. And so, you know, there's a lot of things that maybe didn't take shape that we had to learn from and fail fast and like learn. And I'm still, even this morning, I'm still learning how to like create some amount of focus because there's so much more that we want to do so I don't know. It, it's it's not like it's been the easiest thing. We're totally. I just I just I, believe imagine. in what we're doing. Yeah. yeah, totally. I'm curious. How much of your customer do you think is online versus in person? Yeah. So we only have studios right now in New York, Chicago, and LA. So it's really only about you know yeah. m- maybe like less than ten percent. But what's really interesting? That's and incredible. It it is incredible. It it really is. But what's better about that is is that like the members that are coming in are also utilizing the digital platforms. Right. It's more about like the method that you're sharing versus like, oh, come into my physical location. Yes. Yeah. And that's a different brand ethos. It it is. But we're also franchising. So we just started franchising and we just actually like landed our first franchisee. And it's just like the biggest milestone ever. We're so thrilled. It's so funny. It's like the day of like meeting people at the gym or like asking the guy out at the gym. They're like still kind of there, but they're 
like fading quickly. <laughs> yeah, I think they are. <laughs> yeah, I was on, I was just reading the news the other day and I don't know if you saw this, but there's a new app called A-Team. Have you mm-hmm. seen it? I, I actually have heard of it. Okay, so it's app dating, but for people in the fitness space. Oh, no, I've not heard so of it. So <laughs> you have to apply and like the people, like the curators and the board will decide if you are actually like a person who lives like a fitness and health and wellness lifestyle. And then it's the equivalent, I guess, of meeting a guy at the gym. Like you guys do like workouts on the app together or you like will do a meditation together and you can like start a conversation that you see in there virtually. And it's like the new digital way of meeting a guy at the gym. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. at least you guys have something in common. You know what I mean? Right. Like when that you meet was the them. point. So, yeah, right. that, it, it kind of makes sense to me. It's so funny <laughs> because I, I when I read it the other day, I was also preparing for this interview and I was like, wow, it really is it's shifting in that mm-hmm. way that it's not so much about these like phys- physical destinations. But I thought that was so funny. I oh my was God. like, how do you like virtually tap someone on the shoulder and be like, hey, like love the way you did that workout or like virtually Let's on the treadmill. Together. Yeah. I think that that's how people will communicate. I yeah. think they'll be like, hey, do you want to take this yoga class, digital yoga, yoga class together? And then they'll chat on there. And I don't know. That's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. But I, I think since COVID, I think people are just taking their health so much more seriously. I don't know if you, you know, yeah. started to be like, I just think more, much more about my holistic health. It's like I want to protect it. And so, you know, through moving your body and, you know, living a really healthy lifestyle. Totally. You've got so much more control. Totally. I, I yeah. mean, I even saw studies that said the more you work out, the more immune you are. Yeah. Don't know what the validity behind that is. Saw that. So many people who had COVID couldn't really work out afterwards. So I think, yeah, I think a lot more people are looking at it differently as in like actually being able to move your body or actually being able to like get outside and go for a run. Like we kind of, those things, they weren't taken, but you know, they, they were compromised. And so I think everybody is think is definitely thinking a little bit differently as well. I want to hear a little bit about reflecting on your career, especially because you had, you know, left something that you were at for 18 years, which is like this like big leap of faith. I would love to hear a little bit about what that experience was like, because I think so many people, you know, stay in the same job the whole time. Or like they like to, you know, have a, a long like lineage within a career. Yeah. What was that jump like? What got you through it to go and like tackle the next adventure? Oh gosh, I mean that was that was the year of 2017. You know, I mean, I, I've I've always like really trusted my gut. But look, I was at the same company for 18 years, but like I loved it. I didn't. I wasn't just there like kind of going through the movements. I I really loved what I did and. You know, and, and actually in the final year, our company got purchased by Lionsgate. And it was like, Casual. It was, yeah, it was it was this like arrival, you know, it's yeah. just like, oh, my God, I'm here. I'm here where I've always wanted to be. Right. And that's when Rachel came into my life. And, you know, it was in the year of 2017. And, and, and I talk about this a lot. That day, it was like flying in on a red eye, like seeing her, you know, that was something I was like doing out of obligation. The fact that like there was these two other moms that I had pulled into the city to meet each other that I was able to like pull in to like sort of like compliment my strengths and certainly compliment my weaknesses. Right. And me saying, you know what? I, I'm not, I'm definitely not leaving Lions. There's no way about it, but I will help you. I right. will, I will absolutely help you. And then it just started down this path of like, what's making me happy every single morning? It's right. like, you know, I wanted to work more and more and more on PVOL. And, you know, it's not like I was getting like necessarily paid for it. I mean, I'm going to be honest, yeah. you, you know, and in the beginning, no way. No, it was like we were like this like tiny little proof of concept. Right. And and then, you know, like and I suffered from an awful like I have Crohn's disease. So mm. 
like stress. And so I'm traveling to LA, you know, like Monday through Thursday. I've got two kids under the age of seven. Yeah. I've got a husband that I love. A lot of know? stress. Yeah. Going to New York. And it just was like, it, I just kept waking up every morning going like, but what is me? Like if I'm creating this crazy in my life, like why aren't I like walking away from it? Right. You know? Totally. And I just, I don't know. I just woke up one day and I just, in December, you know, I, I, I went through like a small tragedy. My, my, father-in-law died like that year so and it was sorry. just like, oh that that's okay but he he died very quickly right and it was like I, I kind of was like at his you know burial and right before I, I I he died like he was kind of saying like I'm so proud of you you know and yeah. it just was like this moment where it was like everything just happened and the next day I just quit <laughs> and I walked away from a lot like it was hard you know because I do work you know I'm a part of like earning a living for yeah. my family. And this was nothing like that, you know, right. in terms of salary. And I just don't care. I just was like after it. And yeah, I think it's, I'm sure that experience was kind of a moment to reflect and reassess mm. on, on what you want to be doing for the next few years yeah. or even longer than that. And it's always like, you know, when you feel those butterflies about something that just gives you the most excitement and it's the thing you want to wake up and do every day. Yes. So I, I get that. I'm, we're glad you, that you did it too. <laughs> <laughs> we're so lucky though. You know, it's, it's really great to have a purpose. Like yeah. the way in which we, we like transform people's lives is just like really powerful. Yeah. So I'm really lucky. I feel really lucky. I love that. <laughs> what do you think has been, not even riding the, the lucky wave here, but what do you think has been the biggest struggle in the past three years? Uh, the biggest struggle. I mean, having focus. Yeah. You know, wanting to do too much. But I think that's a, like the curse of ambition, you know? It, it is. We all have that. It is. And, you know, I think I think there's like, I never doubt what it is that we're capable of doing. But you know what? To be real, I can doubt myself right. sometimes, you know, because I'm doing a lot of things for the first time. And, and you know, just, just like being able to hear diverse perspectives, but then also, you know, making a decision that's not always the most popular one. I'm, I'm, I'm still learning. But that's like part of what I think this opportunity kind of gives you is that you're learning every single day. You're challenging yourself in a completely different way. I also um, feel like that's, that comes in your, as your role as president too. Yeah. Is, and that it's the sticky job. No one likes to always be the person that comes in with the pragmatic approach, but I loved hearing you talk about your relationship with Rachel earlier, uh, because I do think that like, you have to be yin and yang when you're business partners. And I think that, in my opinion, that's always like, I, I would never want to go into business with someone that thinks similarly than me. No. Yeah. What's your dynamic like? I'm assuming it sounds like you guys have different, different thought processes. Rachel and I are like the most like unexpected, amazing partners. Like it's the best feeling. We are. She's, she was 23. I was 40. You know, yeah. she was like, she was like telling me why she wanted to start this company. I was telling her why she should start the company. You know, she's so visionary and she's bold. And she like, she, she like, she like has a lot of courage to like see like five years out. And I'm an operator, you know, right. I, I, I can like operate and really figure out, okay, we need to get this done. And this is what we need to do next. We're just, we really trust each other. But we also have a, a really strong leadership team. Uh, you know, we started with a female leadership team and I believe in like complimenting my weaknesses and I'm not afraid of that. You know, and I'm not afraid to hire much smarter than me because I need that. And, you know, bringing them to the table and letting them have a voice. Like, I, I don't know. I, we've been lucky. Yeah. And we really have because we had just like a great team of people that were committed to making this happen. I always say I always want to be the dumbest person in the room. Me too. Always. Yes. I want to learn from the people around me. I want to ask questions. I'd rather be like told like, wait, let me 
let me, I'd rather learn something new than feel like I have to explain something. Me too. Yeah. And I think that's like so important for people to like be okay with. Right. Because otherwise I, I just don't know how you grow. Yeah. You have to, there has to be no ego in that pursuit. Yes. Zero. Yeah. You have to be willing to just be a sponge. And especially in the workplace, I think that can be hard sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people get caught up in like titles and roles and positioning. And it's like, sometimes you, it just, it's more about being the sponge and learning as much as you can from the person in the mailroom to the CEO. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. So we've, we've done pretty good up until now. But, you know, we, we had this very, I hope I'm allowed to say this, but like the women that we started this company with, we, we, we kind of had like a no assholes, like rule. Yes, we, you're we, allowed we, to say that. Oh, okay, am I allowed to no, say you're that? allowed to say okay, that. Okay, good. Yeah. I thought you were going to say something way worse. I was like, yes, you're allowed to curse. Um, okay, good. You know, I love hearing you say that because that's a phrase that I've heard. It's like a rule that I've been hearing tossed around a lot. Yep. Like, I think I've had three other people on this podcast that have come on and been, I, I have either said, oh, my director on this movie had a zero asshole rule. Yep. Like, you cannot come in and be the worst person on this planet. Yes. It's a great rule. And speaking of which, you guys were named by Forbes as one of the best places to work in terms of work culture, which is, that's a feat. Like, there are places that get ripped apart. What's that website? Glassdoor? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, oh my God. I was just reading that the other night. That thing's like, scary. Yeah, it is. It is scary. It's really scary. Like, yes. you can go in and type in any company in there, and it, like, like people have destroyed the places they used to work. But so to get that is an amazing feat, and I'd love to hear what you think is the key to really positive work culture. Yeah. I mean, we work at that all the time. It's so important. I really believe in, like, the talent being uh, the engine right. that, like, fuels this machine. I think, you know, listening to listening to people, like allowing them to have some autonomy to like make decisions. I think, you know, creating sort of like a real like structure for everybody to know like what the culture is and to and to quickly identify when somebody is just like not working, you know, egos and, and all of those kinds of things like we're against. You know, I think to, to be completely transparent and honest, like I think that COVID, I'm trying to learn, you know, a little bit about what the team needs now. We were like, we were like, uh, a well-oiled machine before right. COVID. COVID impacted people's lives in such a huge way, whether they were dealing with death, but also dealing with isolation and, you know, and, and virtual. And I just, so I'm learning, you know, but our leadership is really strong. We're very communicative. And I just try and really appreciate, you know, the team. Yeah. Um, That's a big one. Yeah, I think so too. Little things go a long way. Yeah. Telling someone they did a good job today, just making sure someone feels seen, I think, goes a huge way. Yeah, I I agree. But always trying to do better there, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> what is your biggest piece of advice for anybody who is working at a startup right now and is building a brand? Gosh, you know, I used to say this all the time because I was, I, like, people used to ask, like, what is, what is creating all your success? And I'm just like, we have the most amount of passion for what it is that we do. Like, if you don't believe it, you can't cannot be at this startup. Like, cause it's crazy. You know, I mean, it, it is, it's, it's a lot of things change. There's, there's sometimes a lack of focus, you know, there's, there's, you know, a lot of different things that, that we have to accomplish. But I think that if like, ultimately, if we create a sense of, you have to understand why you're here and like really like inspiration, I think that that's like one of the most important things is believing in what it is that, that we're doing. Right. Totally agree. Has to be something you like breathe, sleep, and eat. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. we listen as a company. I'm like, I'm in a very like emotional like person. So like we listen as a like as, as an entire team to customers' testimonials and we actually like interview them weekly um, and just like hear about in their stories. Like we'll be like in tears. Wow. I mean, it's just awesome. Yeah, so, very, really again, lucky. very gratifying experience. Yes. Really, really cool. I agree. Okay, a couple lightning round questions for you. Okay. What is your favorite workout to do on the go? I am a strength and sculpt girl. Like okay. that is really what I love. Yeah. Um, and I love, I, I mean, I'm, I'm a personal like fan of, you know, I love Maeve's class, classes. I love Danny's classes. But Chicago studio is in my backyard. So right. that is it's like- your stomping ground. Oh my God. Their strength and sculpt and recovery class on Saturday is like a must not miss. Wow, love. Oh, it's like my favorite. Okay, got to spread the word on that. Yeah. To it's, all your it's Chicago good. friends. It's usually waitlisted, but- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's lots of other options. True. <laughs> What's your favorite workout set? What's the first thing you throw on when you're going to a workout class? Oh gosh, like Lululemon. Yeah, pants and and my I, I like love like some of our tank tops. What is the best way in your mind to push past a hard moment in class? I, you know, honestly, I think that the music like yeah. really helps with that. Like I, think I, I really closed my eyes today. today. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's that, that's a great thing too. Yeah. But I just you know I. I try and remember why I'm there. Yeah. You know, I think you can get through anything, right? Yeah. Like in that moment, you'll feel so much better. Yeah, that's good. What is your favorite thing to eat post-workout? Uh, I'm an intermittent faster. Ooh. Um, yeah. So I, uh, I, but I, but I do do a protein shake. Okay. Um, Before so or after? After. After. Yeah. Yeah. No, because I'm, I'm a morning workout girl. Right. So you, you're fasting from 10? I'm fasting from like 8 p.m. Okay. to about 1 the next day. Oh my God. Yeah. Tell us more. Oh my gosh. I am such, like, I actually like, I'm such an advocate for it. It's really, it's really made me more mentally aware. Okay. Um, I just like that, that feeling. It also, you know, has, has done, you know, quite a wonder for, for my body too. Yeah. Um, but again, I think it's about that like mental toughness. Are you a morning person? Oh, yes. So am I. Huge morning person. Oh, like the huge. second my eyes woke, wake up at like seven in the morning, whatever it is, like I'm ready to go full steam, no downtime. I do all my best work in the morning. Me too. I actually have like a new rule now where like I don't take meetings. I don't do podcasts before noon because it's just like it's my time to do the things that I need to do. So smart. And so I think… I feel like intermittent fasting really works for people who are morning people mm -hmm. and automatically their bodies produce that energy and they don't need the extra fuel. Yes. But like my partner, for example, can't even open his eyes <laughs> unless the smell of coffee is wafting through the house. Uh, we're, we're with the same kind of, kind of guy because yes. like I'll start talking because I'm happy too, like really Me happy. Me too. My, I'm, I'm happiest, brain clearest, like yes. most organized, ready to go in my mornings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And my husband's just kind of like looking over at me like, really? Like, like I hate And I'm just you. like, yeah, 20 just, years, babe. Yeah. This is like, this is not changing. Yeah, no, it's yeah. not. It's not. Um, but yeah, I feel like, I don't I'm, I don't know if you agree. I feel like it works really well for people who are more Do you do people. it? I don't. I mean, I to be honest, so I have Hashimoto's oh. and I already have like pretty rapid, dramatic yeah. energy breaks. It wasn't something that I really started to pay attention to, to until now. I used to be able to go like eight o'clock till about noon and just survive on a coffee, mm -hmm. which I don't think is great for me. Yeah. You got to listen to your body. Yeah. Especially with the fact that I crash really easily. Like my doctor was actually like, you need to be having breakfast. Yeah. I don't 
now I actually get hungry, but it took a really long time for me to get to this point because before that I was like forcing myself to eat something in the morning. Yeah. But I don't have energy crashes anymore. So That's great. Just going to stick to that. But yeah, totally. I'm envious of the intermittent fasting because I do think it does really great things for your body. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think you got to really like know what your body needs. Absolutely. And like, and like not, not work against it. I mean, that's, that's totally. totally what we're building an entire company around. But yeah. It's like yeah. not paying attention to the fads, actually listening to the science of yes. what your body needs. And do stuff that's sustainable. Yeah. Like know why you're doing it and right. make sure that it's not because of the short term. Like, yeah. And like it, it's, I totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. It's not something I notice that so many people who are like, I'm going to do this trend and then I'm going to do this trend. And it's like, what can you do for six months? Dedicate yourself to it and actually see if you feel good. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the challenges that we have because we actually want to sell prevention. Like there's right. so much you could be doing. And sometimes people just don't like, they don't put enough emphasis on this idea of like prevention, you know, and like, what are the things that you can be doing at 20, 30, 40, you know, years old that can like help you to, right. to live better, look better, feel better, you yeah. know, and prevention, I think, is is something that's going to, like, continue to, like, trend and accelerate, totally. you know? Totally so. agree. I feel like that's, like, the, the biggest conversation in wellness right now. Me too. Yeah. For yeah. sure. So, guys, if you are in L.A., New York, or Chicago, go sign up for a P-Ball class. If you're in L.A., go take Danny's class because I'm obsessed <laughs> with her and I think she's the coolest ever. She is. And if you are not in any of those places, hopefully coming to you one day soon. And you can also get their subscription online. Yes. Take classes that way. Yeah. Thank you so much, Julie. This Thank was so you. fun. I loved it. Good. I'm so glad. It was so such a fun P-ball day for me to take class and be able to meet you and hear the story behind it all. And I really, really appreciate how dedicated you are to really just building something that brings in the science of it all. And it's not just adding to like the fluff of the fitness industry. Totally That's really agree. inspiring to see. Thank you. Of course. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Friend of a Friend. Before you go, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at tiermedia.com. And for more behind the scenes of the show, visit us at friendofafriend.us and follow me at Liv Perez on Instagram. Don't forget the two Vs. See you next week.